Hi, welcome to BA Brew. I'm Jonathan. I'm Joe. And I'm Debbie. Thank you. And, and today we're going to talk about creating purpose and meaning. And this is a subject that was suggested uh, by Joe. Joe, what does creating purpose and meaning mean for you? And, and why did you suggest it as a subject that might be interesting for us to talk about on today's pod? Okay, yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Um, I think I've been doing a lot of re uh, reading around leadership recently, and there's a book by a chap called Jacob Morgan called The Future Leader. And in there, he has a framework for purpose and meaning. And I think part of that is because those words are often used quite interchangeably. So he presents a framework for purpose and meaning, and it's just been something that's interested me around uh, the BA job and the stakeholders that we work with. Ah. So, so what, what does it mean for you then? Is it Does it mean that framework then? Yeah, so, so the framework is, is there's sort of four parts to this framework. So there's your job, there's your purpose, there's your impact, and then there's your meaning. So if, if, if I try and recall those and break them down, your job is what you do. Mm -hmm. The purpose is the intention of the job. Mm -hmm. And then your purpose creates an impact or an outcome for other people. Mm -hmm. And then there's the meaning, and that's sort of why you do what you do. Ah, interesting, interesting. Ah, um, Debbie, same question to you. What does creating purpose and meaning mean for you? Yes, quite interesting, really, because I was thinking about it and I was thinking when Joe was talking, I suppose for me, it's about the, the drivers that make whatever we do make sense. So mm. it's a bit around the whole sense-making of the world that we work in of business analysis, business change, business improvement, and the sort of drivers that, that actually make that worthwhile, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I suppose underpinning a lot of it for me is what I consider to be values-driven leadership, because values-driven leadership is really important to me. And that ties right into what Joe was just saying, because it's it's that sense of if you understand what we think are the important areas and the important values, then that helps set a scene that gives us that purpose and helps us understand which outcomes we, we should strive for. Hmm. Does that make sense? It, it does, but I'm, I'm kind of intrigued as to what do you mean? What do you mean by values? based leader, leadership I think you said did you yes yeah I'm I'm really keen on values-based leadership <laughs> as people who know me know um I just think you should it's almost like setting out your stall hmm. that's how I think about it but the things that that the drivers that are important to us so for example in assist which has been going since 1986 way before our lifetimes, obviously, <laughs> um, or work times anyway, um, we've always had a set of values. And one of them has always been about treating everybody with courtesy and respect. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's been a value, you know, all that time. And it still is. Mm -hmm. Now, if you've got that as one of your values, that then dictates behavior. Mm -hmm. It dictates how you want people to feel. and so. As a value-driven leadership is embracing those values and trying to communicate them and trying to embed them in behaviour. Ah, interesting. Wow. Um, Joe, any thoughts on that? 
Yeah, it, it's it's really interesting how you've you've jumped to the leadership aspect of this because that's sort of what I think is ingrained in these things. You know, as you say, and I really love the word uh, worthwhile as well. It's a word I often use. You know, whether something is mm -hmm. worthwhile or not, often in the context of a business case, usually because that's what you're trying to determine mm -hmm. if if yeah. doing some things are, are worthwhile. But the, but that value, as you say, creating that impact, that out outcome um, making it worthwhile to somebody else because we serve and and servant leadership right is another kind of leadership so this whole at your service be a service leadership creating value it just fits in so nicely with the kind of work that we do mm. yeah and i i think sorry jonathan but i think from the ba perspective i think that's really really important because you know as a role we're quite often questioned mm -hmm. we're quite often maybe overlooked even and yet when you communicate with people about you know what beneficial outcomes we're aiming for what that underlying purpose is you can really instill in people quite a sense of enthusiasm and motivation i mean you must get that jonathan when you're talking you know on training courses or in the community or whatever yeah, from from meeting people, it's it is quite quite inspiring. Um, it can, you know, absolutely, it can be. Um, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna answer my own question though. Uh, what does it mean to you, creating purpose and you meaning? Should. You and, should. Um, because I, I like the sound of my own voice, obviously. <laughs> um, so I I think a little bit wider than 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 business analysis, and I think that we have to take our whole selves into work and think about. You know what? What's our purpose and meaning in life? And a little bit philosophical, maybe, and maybe beyond the the time limits that we've got for today. But you know, is it about serving others? Is that is that the purpose and meaning of our respective lives? Is it about some sort of endeavour? Um, it might be a charitable cause. It might be a professional cause. It might be about your family. It might be something else. You know, your purpose and meaning. You might get purpose and meaning from and I don't know why I'm going to use this, but you might get purpose and meaning from golf, playing golf or following following a particular band or something. I, I'm not sure that they're good examples, the ones I'm giving, but we've got different things in our lives. And yes, purpose and meaning, helping others, serving others as business analysts, helping to deliver impactful, positive outcomes in our strategy. But but we've got to, got to think about what's the purpose and meaning for the whole of the self, not just the workplace-focused goals. And that having that insight and self-awareness for our, ourselves as individuals and for our stakeholders, I think can, can lead to a bigger impact. Um, and, and not always, um, but, but you know, if you've got an insight to some of the other things around a person, they're really passionate about running, for example. Um, and Joe, I think maybe <laughs> from our chat a conference, you're a lot more passionate about running than I am. <laughs> but just having that little bit of insight for someone else might help you tap into and understand someone else and help you serve them even better if you're thinking about servant leadership. I think you raised some some great points there. Um, there's a couple of things I, I sort of would just like to, I suppose, iron out with you as being quite interesting conversations to have. So, so 
you talked about meaning and as part of this framework the idea is that purpose and meaning are distinct things and they mean different mm. things so, so meaning is always down to the individual and what mm. they'll get out of it like we all get different things out of doing things and, and it's not going to be the same for everybody mm. so in the context of business analysis for example it might be about solving complex problems or learning new things or something like that but i guess the general idea behind this framework is that Previously, we'd turn up to work for some pay, and then it became some perks added to the pay. But now the reason people turn up to work, and it's sort of, you know, people are crying out for this in, in what they do, because as you say, they spend their life doing it, right? So they want to make sure that they spend their life in a purposeful way. So I think we're trying to bring in that life purpose and meaning into the work that we do. So it might be finding something we're passionate about, and maybe... You should quit analysis and go go for a handicap in golf. I, 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 don't, I don't know, but um, but um, Joe, we'll it's, it's, it's about really. We'll sorry, one day and you'll realise why that's such a bad idea. <laughs> no, no, I, I can promise you. I, I, I'm I played once and then swore never again, and I've kept to that promise. But. Um, <laughs> But um, I, I think we're trying to bring a bit more of that life purpose into our day-to-day -day jobs. So, you know, I, I think what you say is completely valid and it's just trying to find a way of bringing in that to what we do every day, while, you know, why we get up. Yeah, yeah. I think if you, if you don't know the why for yourself or for your job or for your company, I think it, it's really difficult to be motivated for over a sustained period and and obviously Simon Sinek's written the book coined the phrase start with why and I, I, I he, you know he's right he is so impactful Debbie any thoughts it's really interesting because when you were both talking something came to mind which might seem a little bit different um one of one of the things that again is an assist value but this is much more than assist this is this is Debbie Paul value this is okay is teams and collaboration mm. because I am such a great believer that out of a team and out of a collaboration you get a better outcome mm. and I you know we all like to sometimes go away and think and reflect on our own but it's when you then bring that together with other people mm. that you really get something very very purposeful you get I think the much more beneficial outcomes you get a higher quality and that's because people bring their own worldviews, their own insight, their own why, if you like, and what they think is important and valuable. And I apply that across so many different contexts. I'm always saying it's about the team, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that whole synergy that happens when it all comes together really gives it not just a personal direction and purpose and ultimately meaning it gives it something that's more powerful because it's based around other people as well and that to me is really valuable so i wasn't expecting to bring up worldview and catwoe here debbie generally i wasn't thinking that would come up today but you know, resist is it is it about you know understanding your own worldview and that of others and then that combination that can can be really impactful for the collaboration, do you think? Yes, I, I I think it can be. And you know, I actually think whether you're talking business analysis, business, life, whatever you're thinking about, if you can, you know, 
understand those different aspects and, and pull them together and reflect and debate on them so that you almost get a consensus purpose, if mm. you like, which may be bigger, then actually you've probably got something that's a bit more compelling mm. um, and maybe a bit more rewarding and worthwhile. That's mm. my take. I don't know what you think, Joe. I think it's, it's, it's interesting, and I was, I was hoping the conversation would go sort of steer towards this a little bit. But um, as much as it's about us finding our purpose and meaning, I think we've got a big role to play in helping other people find their purpose and meaning too, and, and the stakeholders. And you'll know that sometimes when you go and visit people on the shop floor or in the back office, wherever it is, and it's particularly when you do observation, you sort of say to them, okay, so t tell, tell me what you're doing. Um, and wh why do you do that? And who gets that after you? And what happens if it doesn't go so well? What's what's the impact downstream? And you often find that stakeholders don't necessarily have that that job. Well, they have the job, but they don't know the purpose or the impact yeah. they make. Hmm. And they might not actually have me much meaning like coming through in their in their day to day work. So I think as much as, you know, this is about finding our own purpose and meaning, I think we, we can help other people find theirs too. Mm. And if you talk about collaboration and helping others to find their purpose and meaning, um, kind of intent-based leadership, where you, you share the intent, the outcome that you're looking for, and if more people in the organisation understand the intent, coupled with autonomy, you know, there's there's a greater chance they might make, be making decisions that are in alignment with the intent and, and obviously the goals and the outcome of the organization and it's obviously a new a different a different way of thinking about things but you can combine it with aspects such as the servant leadership aspect and and the value-based leadership like kind of intent-based leadership this is the why it's where we're headed let's see if we can work together to achieve achieve those outcomes though that overall big wine and and i guess the some of the issues can can come up when you've got people with different whys that mm. are in conflict and often it's the ba that might recognize that there's conflicting whys conflict conflicting um outcomes that people are trying to achieve but this yeah. this is why i've mentioned setting out your stall okay because it's almost like saying okay if i'm a leader this is the framework that I think we're operating within, and I want you all to be part of that, okay? But I think as well, if you're then working with stakeholders, you want to know what their stall is, if you like. You want to know what their priorities are, because until you understand them, you can't help them to achieve them. Mm. And so the whole drive that you've expressed, Joe, around the purpose and meaning framework is such a helpful way of looking at it because that is what you're trying to get to when you're looking at worldviews. You're trying to understand, well, how do you interpret that as a stakeholder individual or even stakeholder group as your rationale for being here in this particular role at this point in time? And how can we collaborate and pull that together into something that goes somewhere worthwhile and rewarding? I think it's a really powerful way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. 
And, and it's amazing. I mean, the, the more I look at it, it was just a simple framework, but the more I look at it and the more I think about it in sort of relation to the kind of things that we do as well. I mean, it, you've got the jobs, you've got the job description, right? You've got the tasks that people do um, and, and the purpose comes through in there too. So then you've got impact, which could be about critical success factors or KPIs or performance targets and the meaning could tie up to goals and objectives. It's quite incredible how this thing just ties in to try and get some of that lower level stuff that perhaps we need to eke out uh, and make more explicit. Mm. I think so. the, the book and the framework that I think of is Stephen Covey's eighth habit when I think about this as a subject. And, and that that's a book that talks about helping you to find your voice and helping others to find theirs. And one of the models he's got in that book is it, it talks about a vision. So also, and Covey begin with the end in mind. He's always going to have that in there. And that, the goals and the objectives relative to an end state, where where are we headed? And I'm, I'm, I'm a painter. Whenever Debbie and I are discussing work and, and what we should be doing, I always ask, you know, where what, what's the priority? What What's the end state here? And I, I, I can be a bit of a broken record on that, but... It's kind of knowing that in state really helps with the prioritization underneath and then the alignment of all of the tasks and the decisions you need to make. Um, just really, really impactful, but also quite, you know, we talk about serving others and we're talking about business analysis. I think for the Joe, you've got your own podcast and and um you know, we're also on a podcast now. What, what what's the meaning? What why are we doing it? Well, aren't we trying to help others? We're trying to further knowledge and help others in in their careers. And we, we do that in different ways, obviously, each of us. But it's kind of having that why underpin some of the work that you then do. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the other thing is that it strikes me and, and it struck me when both of you were talking there is that actually if you're looking for, you know, what, what are the outcomes we want? While you can consider, you know, KPIs and targets and objectives, you're not using them as a tick list to almost pretend you've achieved an outcome because actually almost using this way of thinking gives you that sense of, well, what's the underlying purpose here and the underlying intent? And actually, are these measures and targets going to help achieve that? Because if all they're going to help achieve is that we can all say, yes, we've ticked that box, it's not good enough. Mm. small army of tick list warriors out there i'd be upset with those <laughs> words i'm sure debbie um right um joe what should we have covered in our discussion that we haven't yet covered joe no, no, no not much i mean if i was to add one thing which which i think is important here is that um you need to find your own purpose before you can help other people you mm. can't start to help your stakeholders if you're not quite sure of the the purpose impact and, and meaning that you can make so you could all make it in in different ways of us as i've said this is this is going to be unique to everybody but you need it's like on the plane when you're given the safety um check at the beginning when they pretend the oxygen mask falls down you've you've got to apply your own oxygen first before you can help other people wow there's Wow, and I completely agree as well, Joe, that knowing yourself and your own why before you try and help others, I think that self-awareness is really key. Um, Debbie, any any final thoughts? What, what have we not covered that we should have covered on today's pod? 
honest to me, I, I can't think of anything, and I can't think of anything to add to what Joe just said because you're absolutely right. If you don't understand what you value and what you think is important and what you see as your purpose and intent, you can't really help others. And I think that is a really important message to take away from this BA brew. Mm. Mm. No, and, and thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm now thinking about why do I try and swing a golf club in a straight direction? And why is it the ball's going up in a way? And one of the reasons I don't play golf very regularly, Joe, is because it winds me up. I'm supposed to be relaxing. I, I get that. And yes, I get that entirely. <laughs> enjoyable. When it goes well, it goes really well, obviously. That's rare. But that finding the why, why am I actually doing this? Yeah. So hence, maybe I, 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 I don't play golf as often as I perhaps might. <laughs> but anyway, um, I love the analogy about the um, the putting your own mask on as well, Joe. I thought it was yeah. brilliant. So um, I just want to say thank you, Joe, for joining us. Thanks, Debbie, for joining us. Thank you to everyone who's listened and watched to today's episode. If any of you have got any ideas for future podcasts, please do email them through to us. It's babrew at assistkd.com. Thank you.